Hello, Ryan Fritz here with Science of Cardio. Today we're talking about the similarities and differences of cardiovascular exercise and the sauna. So we're going to talk about similarities, differences, solutions, recommendations, and tips for using either the sauna or doing cardiovascular exercise. So we'll dive right into similarities between cardio and sauna use. The biggest similarity is obviously blood flow. So everybody knows that when you start to exercise and do more cardiovascular stress, you uh, start to sweat, you start breathing hard. So those um, two devices, the sauna and cardiovascular exercise, they stimulate nerves, muscles, and tissues. They influence uh, hormones or the thyroid. So as your body needs more oxygen, it's gonna speed your heart rate up and you're gonna start breathing heavier to give oxygen to those cells and get the waste products, the carbon dioxide out of your body. And it is going to increase vasodilation. So your arteries, blood vessels are gonna expand to allow more blood, oxygen, nutrients to get to all your cells in your body. And that is similar for both cardiovascular exercise and also using the sauna or heat stress. So another big similarity is autophagy and apoptosis. These two words kind of are cleaning out of the dead or wasted cells in your blood. Exercising kind of helps flush, gets the lymphatic drainage system. The sauna also does the same thing. Both are great detoxifiers. You sweat and you push uh, heavy metals out of your body. You go to the bathroom or sweat these waste products in your body. Another big similarity between the sauna and cardiovascular exercise is you get cell and DNA repair as a result of that apoptosis, autophagy, or cleaning of the cells. You have cells that repair themselves and fix and heal as a result of those stresses. You also get increased brain function. So there has been some really cool recent studies that has been talking about decreasing or having a influence on decreasing dementia and Alzheimer's. So they're still researching and trying to find out more information about this. Uh, one theory is that there's better oxygen and blood flow to the brain um, from exercise or heat stress. An example would be your arteries dilate or open up. So that allows more blood flow, more oxygen, more nutrients to pass through your brain barrier. So again, they're researching that, they're trying to find out um, some links, causes, and influences with this kind of breathing oxygen, better blood flow to the brain. So cardiovascular exercise and heat stress or sauna use improve sleep. Obviously, common sense, you get fatigued, you get tired, it's very stressful on your nervous system and muscle system, so your body starts to repair, so it wants to sleep to help repair that. They both also decrease depression and help improve your mood because of endorphins. So again, these are all fight or flight responses that your body does as a form of keeping itself healthy and safe. As you get hot, your body wants to cool itself off, that's why it's 
sweat, same thing in the sauna. Your body will do whatever it can to keep homeostasis or itself at a normal body temperature. So it will sweat, it will breathe, it will increase the heart rate, it will do all these things. And these influence kind of those endorphins, the hormones, the thyroid. So we'll move on to differences between the cardiovascular exercise and sauna use or heat stress. I think this is very important. I think that the differences sets the two apart. So with cardiovascular exercise, you can have a lot of repetitions and it also can be high impact or very stressful on your joints your tendons, your ligaments, your bone structure, your muscles. That is really the big kind of difference or deciding factor between the two. With a sauna, you have no impact or low impact. So the biggest difference between cardio and sauna is the impact on your joints. When you're sitting in the sauna, obviously it's not very stressful on your joints. The worst problem you're gonna have is maybe some vertebrae or disc compression. Um, with cardiovascular, you think of high intensity, high impact. There's a lot of repetitions, a lot of joint stress. There is a big demand on your tendons and ligaments and your muscle system and your cartilage. And uh, this can turn into overuse injuries and problems. So simply, cardio is very stressful on your joints, and the sauna basically has no joint stress on it. Cardiovascular exercise increases cortisol, or that kind of negative fat hormone, and the sauna actually does the opposite. It increases human growth hormone, which helps with muscle building and tissue repair. So really big difference between those two in the hormonal side of things. Uh, cardiovascular, usually we try to work towards max heart rate or really push ourselves and then when we get into the sauna we're increasing our heart rate but it usually stays at a moderate level maybe 70 to 80 percent so this might be actually good for a cardiovascular type of person that's getting into exercise there are different modalities they might be better suited for doing you know less impact and getting into the sauna and not going to max heart rate versus going and running on the treadmill so another difference between cardiovascular and sauna use cardiovascular increases inflammation so again like i was saying your hormones uh, produce a lot of cortisol that is the fight or flight response and gets your body kind of geared up towards go 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 in the sauna after you get done there is actually a big decrease in inflammation because it detoxes and it pulls out heavy metals in our body and it's also a relaxing and really helps a lot with regeneration cell repair so we'll go into the different types of saunas um, you think of a dry conventional sauna and this is usually about 175 degrees it can range up to about 180 to 165. Uh, then you have another type of sauna, it's called a finished steam sauna. And this usually has rocks in it. You can increase the humidity with water and steam. And usually that's about 20 to 40% humidity. Um, I have a friend who has a finished steam sauna and it makes a huge difference on the intensity with having that extra humidity. Another version of a sauna is called an infrared sauna. This is a wavelength and it kind of works a little bit differently you don't have that heat intensity usually an infrared sauna is about 
140 degrees is the max temperature. The wavelengths penetrate kind of your skin and your cell. Infrared wavelengths actually go deeper than the heat from a conventional dry or steam sauna. So some things that I have experienced and would recommend is start out with your time or duration, really moderate or easy, and progress that over time. You know, maybe go in the first time for 10 minutes and then as you get more comfortable and as you do it more often, add a little bit more time, maybe two to five minutes and work up to 20 to 30 minutes. Also, another thing that you can modify or adjust or progress over time is the temperature. Um, some of the saunas, like a conventional sauna, or a finished sauna, you can you know play with the temperature, you can adjust the humidity, and infrared, you can usually adjust the temperature. So you can, again, start out kind of a little bit lower as your body gets used to it and adapted to it, you can increase the temperature. So some recommendations for sauna use, I would do 20 minutes a day for four to seven times a week. And there's some evidence that says doing the sauna after or post-exercise has a lot of benefits similar to blood doping. Um, it kind of pulls and helps repair the tissues. It opens and dilates the blood vessels similar to caffeine. Some other good benefits with sauna use is there's a 50% decrease in heart-related issues. There is a huge decrease in stroke risk. There is a decrease in blood pressure after using or after getting out of the sauna and also over time. There is also some neat studies that uh, I think it was a 20-year finish study that reported there was a 1600 percent increase in human growth hormone, which is that building muscle tissue hormone. The study group or control group did seven days a week for one hour, and they did twice a day for one hour, and they noticed 1,600% increase in human growth hormone. There was another study done on saunas that said 25 minutes in the sauna is the same as moderate cardiovascular exercise for 25 minutes. And again, this saves the knees, the joints, the hips. So some tips, I think we need to do both. I think there's benefits to both. Um, obviously, we get closer to that maximum heart rate and more 100% max effort or intensity with cardiovascular exercise. I think coupling with the sauna use, we can decrease how much joint stress we put on our body. We can also change the modalities of our cardiovascular exercise. So some examples would be you know, biking, swimming, high intensity strength training. Uh, you could hike, you can do hill running. So by changing your modalities, you can put different stress on your body and joints. You can reduce the reps and also keep the intensity and challenge going. Again, the sauna saves your joints. So less reps on the joints, the longer they will last. So you have to be strategic and you have to put these two modalities together. I don't really see a problem with getting into the sauna daily. I think with cardiovascular exercise, you might want to think about doing it every other day. Obviously, if you're training for an event or a competition, you might have to kind of modify that. So those are my little tidbits about the differences between cardiovascular exercise and sauna use.
Hopefully this was informative to you. Hopefully you enjoyed the program. Um, I would encourage you if you haven't used Asana to try it out. There's a ton of information on the internet. There's a lot of biohackers discussing, talking about sauna use. There is a lot of great medical research supporting sauna use. Um, I think it will be eventually a therapy modality for doctors and therapists, physical therapy, chiropractors. So I know everybody doesn't have access to a sauna. So maybe another option might be a hot tub or a hot shower. The home units can be quite costly. You know, they have kits that you can buy. You can also kind of buy parts to build one yourself. So thanks for listening.